Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marsha Talbot hosting today with... Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Me too. I'm from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. <laughs> and we have a special guest. Sir? Uh, this is William O'Keefe of O'Keefe McCann. William is an attorney in Goshen, and uh, we work with him a lot. And um, I think he's a very talented attorney. He's got a lot of things he's going to talk about with us today. Lots of things besides being an attorney. Very interesting. So tell us a little bit about Goshen, because we do cover Goshen. And we would like to have a little inside information. Yeah, so so Goshen's <laughs> been busy, uh, as the rest of the market's been busy as well. But uh, yeah, there's a lot happening. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the local restaurant Limoncello. Yes. Uh, so it's kind of fun passing by there. I heard every about day. that. I, you know, the last few times I went into Goshen, for some reason I circumvented that area, not because I, I don't know why, because I never do that. I was going, my mother-in-law lives in Goshen. And I, my husband said to me, did you see what's going on? I'm like, I didn't see what's so going on. I'm so I'm ignorant because I haven't gone through Goshen. Well, I, I hear it's very, you can tell yeah, us. So, so they've, I think they've closed for the time being and it's mm -hmm. a major renovation project. Uh, so the, it looks to me that they're, they're, they took off uh, the entire facade uh, other than the first floor. Um, they've added a third, I, I guess a third or it's fourth a thir story. I, I don't know, but it's another story I onto think, the building. Yep, and then I don't know if this is true, but I remember hearing rumors about a year ago that uh, that they were going to have a rooftop uh, dining area? dining or bar or something. Oh, wow, oh, that would nice. be yeah. super cool. So it's going to be a hotel. They're going to have many rooms. Right before right. it was, um, there were apartments up there right. for yes. years, and right? And they were minimal. Yeah, yeah. I remember back <laughs> Is in... Is that polite? That's very... <laughs> you know, but in the 80s, there are always being apartments up there because at the in the 80s, I was dating my husband who was from Goshen and we would hang out in Goshen a lot. So there were people that we knew that actually lived up there and they were minimal apartments. I don't sure. know what they've been over the years, but I'm assuming now that's all going to be gone and it's going to be a hotel, like yeah. a boutique hotel, well, but, which and, is fine. And, and understand, historically it was right. before it was the old Orange Inn. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're sort of restoring its purpose. So that's kind of cool. Like, um, you know, they're going to have an elevator, I understand. And yep. yeah, so yep. it's going to be an interesting, that was, was it in the paper? Where did I read it all after? I don't know. I saw it somewhere after Joe told me that he, um, did you see that? And I'm like, no, but yeah. that's cool. Yeah. So that's going on over there. Absolutely. And Legoland, of course, is progressing. Uh, you can see they're getting closer and closer to uh, being ready. I'm yeah. not sure what their uh, their current uh, start date is, uh, whether that's pandemic dependent. But uh, yeah, I thought it was July. It was. I thought it was just around July fourth, but that yeah. might change. Well, again. it had been July fourth last, of last year. year. I yeah. don't know if they're if that's. I thought a they had targeted. Date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll wait and see on that. Right. I know that the, um, there's that firehouse over there, right on that same strip. The old, it was an old firehouse. That's yeah. having work done to it. Right next to Steve's Deli. Yes, That's I kind right. of have a little inside information on that. I mean, only just because my daughter is working on that project. So, oh, nice. Um, they, they're putting, they have to put water in. There's no water right now. Sewer That's why not, there's no water in sewer. There's no water or? in sewer because the property behind 
like, I don't know, they have to access the property behind and they don't have, currently do not have water and sewer. And that's what she's been working on. Kind of ironic that the firehouse didn't have water. <laughs> no, I think it did at some point, but sure. it's been vacant now for a long time and the water's been disconnected. So now they have to figure out how to hook it in there. And it's obviously not a very easy is it currently used as a fire? It's empty, I think. No, you it's, said it's, it's vacant. It's vacant. I think somebody is using it for storage. But it's a beautiful was, structure. Yeah, that's what do. I was going to say. I think it's going to be like a yoga studio. And I can't remember the other thing yeah. that she mentioned to me. Well, that would remember. be a lot better than a vacant building that's really so nice. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love and, to see that renovation. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's happening, so that's a it's a good thing. There's a bunch of things happening in, in um, Goshen that I've I probably am not supposed to say, but so I'm not going to <laughs> on the air. But um, <laughs> it's not any fun when we have an inside track and can't talk. And we can't about talk about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just but, attribute it to a different town, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not going to say it on the air. I'm going to be in big trouble. I'm a big mouth as it is. Um, so yeah. So that, what what do you know? that like that you can tell us about besides that anything else no those are the those are the big projects that i'm seeing lately um i have a question uh, about uh the um great american weekend are they going to be doing that this year do we know i haven't heard yeah i don't know because that was sad last year that's something that i typically would you know i would go to that sure sure you know are the horses back yet uh, I have seen them training. Yes, uh, so they, sure. well, that's good. Yeah. And I mean, then there's CVS and that whole plaza uh, being yes, built I over know. there, which is incredible. I mean, it's been years since that plaza like needed so much work, I right? Know. Yeah, that I, plaza needs a grocery store too. Yeah. Well, that's I, I hope that that actually happens. That is I, how I met my husband, and because I worked Union, at Grand, Grand Union. Union. Yeah. Yes, while I was in college, and um, I, I worked at, at the Grand Union over there, and yeah. you know, so that's how I actually <laughs> met him. Isn't that funny? That's too funny. No, I think this is this is the uh, the information, uh, the dating information we could <laughs> talk about online, ladies, gentlemen. If you need to have find, go to the grocery store. Go to the grocery store. store. Right. It's that's true. Right. That's how I met I him. I thought how I thought <laughs> there was going to be a, a, a grocery store there. Yeah, yeah, there was I, Hannaford's, right? That's right. Yeah. But I, I believe that that fell through. What a shame! Are you kidding yeah, me? I, I, you know, don't. Don't repeat don't, that. Everybody here. Don't say now. this publicly, but uh, yeah, I think that <laughs> we're was, in a small room. It's okay. Right. <laughs> that was the original plan, and I don't think that's on the table right now. So, really, uh, last I heard was they were still vetting uh, who might take that space. Interesting. They definitely need somebody over there. Yep. Trader Joe's. Oh my God! Everybody keeps I talking know, about Trader Joe's. I know. I know it's for Whole Foods or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I think they they misread the demographics. That's my feeling. That if they had a Trader Joe's or something like that, they would be very busy. Or Adams, but isn't Adams going? Adams to is going to Middletown. Middletown, right? I love Adams. I do too. So yeah. do I. I. Love that. I do shop. Mm-hmm. In, we all shop locally, but Adams is of course. There's something yeah. so sweet about it the is. store. Yep, it's like an event when you go and. Very special. Absolutely. I always go during the uh, that uh, garden, the spring, the spring yeah, show. Yeah, I love yeah. that. that. This year was like, a little different. Right. <laughs> there was no cake. <laughs> oh, they used, to, they used to serve cake and there was no cake. And I was like, oh, there's no cake. And my daughter's like, I can't eat that cake anyway. There's gluten in that, Mom. <laughs> I'm like, I can still eat gluten. I know, but there is something very hometown it about is. Adam's. That yeah. you, there is. 
And uh, I mean, and back to Goshen. I I love the the, the town of Goshen. It's I beautiful. I always, whenever I take clients in to see Goshen, I I typically will come down South Street mm-hmm. because I just think that's a better way of entering the village that's than beautiful. than yeah. Greenwich oh, Avenue. Yeah. Cause, yes. But now I think they're doing some. There's some work going on in Greenwich, and maybe that'll be because that the a couple of times, especially when I first started in the business, I would come down Greenwich, and people would be like, "This is Goshen." Yeah. <laughs> they didn't yeah, get it the other because it's not that sure. strip. But is they not, are. The beautiful older houses. I mean, the homes there are incredible. They really are beautiful, and it's. And if you compare it to Warwick, you know Warwick has a lot of nice homes, but there's so many more in Goshen just because that was the county, county seat. So there were people that had more, uh, you know, different means that were building homes over there when when they were being built. And we have beautiful you know, farms. Yeah, yes. we have. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah. So um, anyway, we're almost, we're, we're running close to our, um, our um, That's time. because we talk so much? I know we talk so much. <laughs> uh, we have another minute or so. But um, we, we're going to get into uh, talking. We didn't even talk about what we've done this week as far as our real estate business. And we'll do that when we come back too. And then William will give us a little bit of uh, information about what he does as an attorney and then a couple of other things. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be back. This is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand throughout the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marshatalbot.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying and selling process. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. This is attorney Bob Krahulik of the law firm Beatty the lawyer guy tune in every tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips we're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions that's every tuesday at 12 noon on radio worth listening to hi this is michael newhart mayor of the village of warwick inviting you to tune in every thursday at 11 a.m to village life and learn about the village happenings call and share your ideas comments and suggestions and be part of the show with me and mary kalura I'm gonna make this place your home. You're talking a lot today, so. 
Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I'm with... Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And we have our special guest... (laughs) William O'Keefe of uh, the law firm of O'Keefe and McCann. Yeah, so um, we never really got to talk about what we did all week, um, but before I do that, let me just give you the phone number here, 845 651 one 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 zero and then there's a text number as well it's eight four five three two eight zero eight eight six and if you have any questions about real estate or if you have any like real estate law questions william can answer them for you or you can text them to us Goshen. or questions about goshen it's a good time to ask right now and uh yeah so what did what did you do all week last week marcia like are you busy somewhat it's hard to be busy right now only because <laughs> there's nothing to sell there's no right. inventory. There's no inventory. Right. So, you know, you have buyers, but everything is sort of on hold. And the, well, the one listing comes on and everyone, like, you know, you get 30 showings in a day and it's gone in two. I, I just listed something in Greenwood Lake. You you know, yeah, I know right? the house. So I, I listed this house and I had two offers and, you know, quickly. And I, within two days, we took it right off the market. There's a tenant in there. The, the offers were both good. So we have a... Um, a Backup. A backup as well. Did the inspections. It was pretty, you know, pretty good. And it looks like it's moving forward. But it's it's incredible. Like, incredible. Like, I had it listed previously, and we ended up renting it. But it's selling that for a that lot long more. Ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. And I, you know, it, now we're selling it for a lot more than what we had listed for a year, year and a half ago. Well, I have done some market analysis for mm-hmm. actually old clients who are calling and saying, What's my house worth? What's my house worth? And I'm certainly happy to do that. And mm-hmm. one of my clients said, well, you know, we need a year, but maybe this this would make sense for right. us. You know, because people are starting to think that maybe they should move on. And here's a good reason to do it. Right. You know, and then I said, well, where would you go? And that's they would not the stay in the ER. Yes. Yeah, that's the question. So many you people know. are excited by the by the by such a strong seller's market right now. They have to have a plan of where they're going. Well, that, yeah. that was my question to them. Yeah. And they had a few thoughts. And I said, I could help you find a realtor, you know, <laughs> in for our area, relocation. Right. Because right. one was out of state. Mm-hmm. And um, that definitely, I said, when you're ready. So just go explore. Mm-hmm. Because... You, because the, the scary part for people, and totally understand it, is, okay, if I sell my house in one day, where, where do I, I go? go? That's right. And I did explain that I've never had a client in a tent on the lawn. so <laughs> No one's ever had to move in with you either, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll put them in the studio with Jonathan. No, <laughs> not really. Do artless. It's not really. Yeah, and you know, um, people make offers on properties and they say that um, they don't have a contingency and that's great, well and good, but they really do have a contingency if if they are, um, if they're still selling in another area. But the fact is it's probably gonna sell unless, you know, there's maybe a few areas that are not quite what's happening here, but. I don't know where. In the city maybe. No, city's changing again. It is, yeah. Prices are starting to go back up a little bit. That's good. You know. So um, and people move into the city from other places too. Younger mm-hmm. people, you know. For and I, I think we're going to see that shift. Mm-hmm. 
I um, just also listed a piece of land that I had previously had listed, and I relisted it now I saw. At, a, at a better price. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely gotten calls already I'm on sure it. I'm sure you did. It's a good and, price yeah, for that and, much and property. And people from out of the country that lived out of the country and have since moved here, that's, you know, who's looking at stuff like this because they are in the city right now, but they need to move here. Thank you for explaining. I was wondering, did you mean out of the country, out of the continental United yes. States? Yes. Yes, oh, that's too. Okay. Yes, no, they came from they came from another hemisphere. Let's put it <laughs> <laughs> the earth is getting smaller. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and and they they moved here and they, you know, now they're in the city and they're looking for a place to escape to, so they're thinking about possibly building like a compound type thing, which you know, it's it, it, that's what their thought is, you know, they're going to bring family here and and whatever, that's what they're going to do, but it's so they better talk to the building department. Of, I, you know, I've already, you know, no, I've already yeah, you know, I'm said sure that you to have. them. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, that's just what's happening right now. It's, it's crazy. It's also something that I think that we have to review in our, in our actual planning of having secondary, you know, homes or family compounds mm-hmm. as opposed to eight we acres. We should. Well, this is, a hun- this is 109 no, acres. No, I know. I, saw, in this I, I know how large case, it is. So it yeah. might be that it could actually work for that. Sure. Um, you know, the other thing is I, I've found that there's still people that are looking for that, like, property to fix up. And I had somebody at one point call me on a property in Goshen, at, right on, um, I guess it's Main Street across from the... the um, Government building. Oh, government I know center. the building. You know, the it's one on the corner, right? Yeah. I know. Yeah, and Brick that Victorian. building is beautiful. You know, and they inside. were like, oh, we could put apartments in it. We could do this. I'm like, you know, we need, you need to like put the brakes on here because I'm not even sure if it's part of the historical district, but right. I don't think that it is. Yeah. But the, you can't just go in to these, you know, people don't understand. You can't just go in and do what you want. No. <laughs> well, they think that in the city, there are rules and regulations. But if you come out here which is far away in their mind that we don't have any. Oh, that we're right. not smart enough to have those <laughs> these regulations. I know. I think some of the regulations here are even maybe it's crazier. More stringent. Yeah. So tell me, do you know like where the historic district is? It's called the uh, Park District, I, right? I wouldn't be surprised if it's included. Uh, uh, I thought it's, when it's, I looked, it's funny because I called the town, at the yeah. village, and they were like, look on the map. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> where she Village didn't tell Hall me. is. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It is right next to the village. That's hall. where it is. The village hall is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so I'm sure it's very it's protected. But it's called the historic park district, right? Isn't that what that area is called? That's what she said to me. I haven't referred to it as a as a park district, but I've I've heard it referred to I, as the historic district. Well, I think the, she called it the par- it was part of the park district because of that church and the park that's around it. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. was what she was where talking the library about. is. Now, the new library. No, well, I don't think it went all the way to there, does it? I don't believe it does. But that would but have this been protected. One I, uh, yes, exactly. So is there the historical society there? I don't know how much you know about that, but what do they... Oh, my God. I, I remember that when I uh, remember where my first office was on mm-hmm. Main Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's right a, it was right across from the, the park. The park. So we started the law firm in 2001, and what we had to do just to get the white lettering on our doors was incredible. Just really? to put it, oh my gosh, yeah. That's a beautiful building. A, That's the flat oh, iron building, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep, I love it. But, it. but they're very particular about what you do. Which is wonderful. Type of, it is wonderful. Yeah, it keeps the values up and keeps the tone. 
don't know how the government center snuck in there. But well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I was told that um, towns or villages that have historic um, historical, historical societies, societies get 12.5% more in in the sales of the and real estate sales not i'm sorry 12 and a half percent higher real estate sales just because they're more mindful of mm -hmm. the of the architecture and yeah well i also think that people focus on the fact that this town is going to look the way it is That's right. when i move in right and and um you know some of the things that might be i mean i know in in warwick you when you're in that historical district i can always remember cecilia she owned that building mm -hmm. cecilia was uh the broker at century 21 peck realty many years ago and then she moved with us when she sold her business to um the rands but she had a historic building and remember she couldn't change the color of the roof <laughs> Like she wanted to put a lighter roof on and they were like, no, you have to have a black roof or yeah. a dark roof, dark yeah. gray, dark black. And she was, she was like, what? Why can't I put a light gray roof on here? And they wouldn't let her do it. But some things I really uh, think are important. Like I think that if you have a historic building, you should not be putting on vinyl siding. It right. changes the character of the visual character. And so I respect that. Well, it's hard. You know, some people don't necessarily understand that historic um, the historic look and they're buying something because it's run down and they're paying a you know small amount of money for it and they think they can just go in and slap up whatever they want and I think at one time maybe that was true back in like the 70s and I would 80s say probably here even and then before it the 80s and, and then it yeah. it changed um and, and then I think it changed for the good and and that's my opinion of course and, and Goshen obviously has that too yeah so um all right, so are we taking a No, we're not ready for a break yet. No, but we're, we're ready to talk. But I wanted to do, did I give this to you? The um, public service. Did I give it to you? I don't know. But you know what? Why don't you tell so. us about um, what your <laughs> firm does? Oh, so we're, uh, Michael McCann and I formed the firm in 2001. And uh, since then, we focused on real estate transactions. So... We do almost exclusively real estate um, at the moment. So uh, we've been through the markets, uh, you know, over the years. Back back when we started, it was it was two thousand one. You said right. Yep. That's actually so was, when I started in real estate, and it was super it was busy back then. Yeah, and uh, then we we survived through the slow times, and and now through the craziness we're going through now. You know, and, it w that first slowdown, right, yep. or that first like. Um, you know, real estate rush, we were both doing sure. it at the same time. You know, you couldn't believe what was going on because I remember going into the office at the time and there was only like nine or 10 of us that were doing on time at that time. So we were there a lot. And there were people that would come in and they were waiting to talk to an agent. It was right. the craziest thing. And they were making like these nutso offers on things. You and, were stacking people. Yeah, you were stacking people up. Yeah. And I was doing a lot of new construction at the time. And, you know, every week I'd come back, you know, I, I we'd be raising the prices. And I sure. was thinking, this is insane. Like, why are people paying well, this? Well, and then to compound that, you know, you remember how easy the lending was back then. Oh, my then. God. No document yes. verification and doing 80, 20 loans. So we'd be doing a close with with two loans at it so there was zero equity to start it was very dangerous it was more than that there were there were there were mortgage people that would come in and say I can give your D client meaning poor poor credit mm -hmm. oh over a hundred percent 
Right. And we did not use them. But when you so think even, about it. Right. Even their closing costs were rolled into a loan. <laughs> and they so their loan exceeded the value of the house. And then we saw all the foreclosures. Yeah. So right. So that we was don't like, want to see that ever. Again. Oh, my God. No. I mean, Marsha was there for the cycle before that. But yeah. this one was worse. Right. Don't yeah. you think? 87. Yeah. So this one, I think, was so wild back in, you know, 2007, 2008. It was just so crazy. And now we see we're like going back to another crazy cycle. So it's sort of like. You know, now I feel like I'm the seasoned old, you know, realtor Getting that, there. Know, that knows that. And I bet you feel the same way because you sort of went through it already once. Yeah. And part of me, you know, gets a little concerned because the, the way the market's gone the last year. But there are some fundamentals that are much stronger. So I don't feel quite as vulnerable mm -hmm. as I did before. I, it's never it's not going to continue as hot as it's been. Um, it's but I, don't, I don't think the the we're not going to come out of it. The same no, way. no, 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 no. And and. Lending is so much tighter right now. So there's equity out there. So I don't think um, if the market turns a little bit, I don't think we're going to get that that rush of short sales and foreclosures that we got the last time. Right. Yeah. The only thing I do worry about is some of the people that moved here so quickly that they're going to be like, wow, what did I do? Like, yeah. now all I can hear are crickets at night. Like, I'm used to, they just yeah. don't, it's a, you know. You know what I noticed? That people put a lot of lights around their house because they're not accustomed to the dark. So and they could like, see the bears when it's, when they're sneaking up on them. Yeah. Right. There was a bear in my yard last night. <laughs> what, you well, do? you have a lot of bears, but I, 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 he, he I dumped over ask, the garbage can that was empty. Okay. I want to ask William because he also renovated buildings. Yeah. Oh, you know His what? His office. But we'll we're going to take a break and we'll come back and we'll, we'll continue talking about that. Hi, this is this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. This is Jay Westerveld inviting you to tune in every Monday at 11 a.m. for Tales and Trails, where I'll share many journeys and stories from my global travels and from your neighborhood, right here on Radio Worth Listening To. Hi, this is Brian Baird, host of Million Dollar Feeling, heard every Saturday at 9 a.m. Join me and my guests and learn how you can let go of your past and create a future filled with a million dollar feeling. Saturdays at 9 a.m. WTBQ GHT Weather. 
Cloudy skies cool today with periods of showers. Our highs mainly in the upper 40s. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Some more showers around, especially in the evening and overnight. It'll taper off towards dawn. We'll get down to around 40. Tomorrow, clouds and a shower in the morning. Some drying weather, though, as we go through the middle of the day. Our highs in the upper 50s to lower 60s. Cloudy tomorrow night, maybe a shower in the 40s to around 50. And Wednesday, clouds, some sun, afternoon shower, 55 to 60. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm WeatherWorks' Tony Salimo. WTBQ, I'm gonna make this place your home. Good morning, and welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Marcia Talbot of Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I'm co-hosting today Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And uh, let me just get quick, give out the phone number, 845-651-1110, and the text number, 845-328-0886. And we are with... William O'Keefe of O'Keefe and McCann. So William's going to tell us about this really cool project that you did <laughs> that's been around now for a while, but... Yeah, about two and a half years now. So, uh, yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, Michael McCann and I started the law firm uh, back in 2001, and we'd been at uh, Main Street in Goshen since then. Um, and finally, after representing so many real estate clients, uh, we took our own advice and we <laughs> found our own place. And we, we bought a property on St. John Street, which is right. about a block and a half in from Main Street. Wasn't that the veterinarian? Place? Yeah, it used to be the yeah. uh, Orange County uh, Veterinarian Hospital. It's off of uh, uh, North Church Street, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right at the right where corner. MLS used to be many yeah, years yeah. Oh, ago. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So the, there are two buildings on site. There was the the animal hospital in the back, big, long, I think, uh, five thousand square foot building, and then the house. It was a residence in the front where the veterinarian and the family used to live historically. And I think it went back uh, probably two, three generations. Really? Of oh, really? Veterinarians. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we we uh, purchased it, and um, the the house uh, was was plenty of space. It's about three thousand square feet, uh, plenty of space to house the law firm. Uh, just minor stuff in in that building uh, to prepare it for the law firm. A couple of different closing rooms and plenty of private offices. Uh, but then we had this big building in the back, and uh, didn't know what to do with it at first. Um, so it's funny, I think that October, uh, about you know two plus years ago, uh, Michael and I kind of came back from a weekend and I had been speaking to a friend um, about the concept of co-working and he had spoken to his wife and she suggested it. And we decided uh, to explore developing a co-working space. So it's, it's essentially, instead of traditionally renting it, carving it into two or three spaces, uh, we are... We developed the whole back property as a unified uh, co-working space. So you have membership in it. So $150 a month and you can work throughout the building. And there's a variety of spaces uh, from little private office pods to a recording studio to uh, an event space where you can. I've taught up to 40 people in that room. Um, We've had Narcan training, beekeeping classes, yoga uh, a whole variety of uses there, and um, one of the one of the members of of Colab is the Orange County Arts Council. So we actually uh, we host them and their board meetings, and they have certain uh, member meetups. You know, we're sort of pausing a little bit uh, for the in person with the pandemic, 
but we've had some very dynamic uh, events there where where people in the community get together for a variety of reasons and use all kinds of spaces. I'm I'm very excited this spring. We um, we're improving a patio area out back. Don't so it's, you have it's, like a pond or something? He does we have, have a koi pond yeah. in the front. It, yeah, it's beautiful. Oh, and then just wait mm-hmm. till you see the back. We we have a new poured uh, patio and a nice. pergola area, and I've got the drip irrigation system going. <laughs> I'm going to buy all kinds of flowers. It's going to be beautiful. It it is a really interesting space. Thank you. Um, I also like your little coffee area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could hang out. Yep. You know, and if you, if you can't, you know, you can't do your work, well, maybe I'll just wander down and get a cup well, and of coffee that's, that's and it. interact with some people. How the, did the, um, the COVID, like, how did that impact what was going on there? Like, how did you do, deal with that? Yeah, so a couple of ways. There, there were some people that chose to suspend the membership for, for a little bit, um, and that's been coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the for the balance that r- remained, um, it is such a large facility. Yeah, it it's is. just it's, it's not it's hard large. to find a very private quite area to spot. tuck into, and we sanitized it with uh, ozone generators and, okay. and you know all kinds of sanitizers and all. So, yeah, it's been fine. You haven't had any like no you know, issues. That's come good. Up, thank that's God. great. No. Um, yeah. So who would who would use this space if there's oh. somebody right now that like is listening so and they Hudson? just want to understand. Does yeah. Hudson United? Hudson, so yeah, Hudson has a space yeah. there. The so we have, title it and not title. Um, title, uh, insurance, uh, the lenders. Mortgage. Yep, the mortgage company. We have some uh, counselors, like psychologists. Um, I have marketing experts. I have a, a screenplay author. I have some teachers. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, you name it. It's you know the, the idea is for any individual member. Um, typically, you, you don't need dedicated space 24-7. Right. You need the, the flexibility to step in and step out so we can keep the membership costs very reasonable and have the space flexible and, and the, the, the larger spaces are, are only used or booked as needed. So do they overlap or do they have their individual offices, so to we speak? We have both. We have, we have uh, several private offices, but, but the majority, the concept is more for what's called hot desk membership. Mm-hmm. So no that you're, yeah, so you're, you're basically just plunk in for the day and sit at any, uh, any open area that, that you want. And if you're in a chatty mood, sit in the vicinity of someone else. If you want a little privacy to, to knock out a report or, or uh, work, there's plenty of different areas to to sort of hide away in it's kind of a you know in today's day and age where everyone is working from home it and it's been so you know for some people so stressful to just be home by themselves or be surrounded by their family and whatever like this is a great opportunity to be able to go to a place where you can work rather than be you know surrounded by you know craziness right sure yeah and it's you know it's it's wonderful to have the ability to work from home, mm-hmm. uh, but there are a lot of downsides to it mm-hmm. with the dogs and the kids and, and the and right. the really, exactly. And there's no definition of when you're on or off the clock. So psychologically, it's very stressful. So to have a place to go to, and and say, okay, I'm in work mode right now, and I'm going to really bang out some productive hours, and then you step back into your private life. Wait, you still have that interaction with people, that's too, right. which but, is something that's lacking even yeah. before COVID, I think, mm-hmm. especially for younger people that just have no idea how to talk to anybody, right? Right, but it's affordability, too. Yes. Sure. That makes a big difference. Yeah, because if, if you, you were going to rent a space, 
How much would you have to pay? And I, I think many, many years ago, somebody tried that in Warwick, and I'm talking 15, well, There still is a years. place in Warwick that's doing that, right? No. Are no, they closed? I don't think they're there anymore. Okay. I'm not talking about recent. Oh, Recently, okay. there was a place. Um, on West Street. On West Street, but prior to that, I'm saying 15, in, in the Lehman Getz building. Oh, okay. And it was too soon. The concept yeah. was there. Yeah, that was, the, Street, that was right? on the frontier. That was early. Yeah. Uh, this concept of co-working has only been kind of taking off in the last 10 or 12 years. Yeah. And what's, because I know there's lots of big companies uh, or big space that yeah. collab, or they, that's not their name, but that yeah. they do that, where they rent a small space to, um, you know, an individual or a small company. Are you talking about the, company? Con the concept of this whole thing? Yeah. Like big companies yeah. that are doing, yeah. Because uh, my son-in-law, whose company had large space, and now everybody's worked at home, and they were in the process of moving. I'm not sure what they plan to do, but one of the things is, do they need that super large space anymore? Yeah, I think a lot of companies, a lot of industries are rethinking that. And I don't, I don't think it's going to, you know, I, I don't think as a whole... Mm -hmm. Industry is going to forego the the in person office concept, but I think they're they're going to be blended. I think we've all learned how to effectively work remotely. My God, have the, no choice. Yeah, Zoom is. I remember we used to do some board meetings for the Arts Council uh, via Zoom a couple of years ago, and it was always a little clumsy and people getting used to it. Now everybody's an expert. I teach uh, uh, real estate courses, and people are completely um, expert at it now. And it's very interactive. The classes mm -hmm. are, are fluid and questions. And I, I, I think we've learned a lot over the past year. I think so. I'll give you a fun example. We had open studio, yeah. we, a, a studio tour, not open studio, but a studio tour where ordinarily you might get 20, 10, 20 people. We had over a few hundred from all over the world. Yeah. It was oh, um, doing a tour of Jonathan's studio. It, it, yes, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we had we well, had people from Australia. We had people from it's Belgium. Lot, it's a lot easier to just click into the <laughs> into the Zoom than getting in your car and getting dressed and, and doing all that stuff. I, I kind of miss that though I, too. So do I. That's why yeah. I think Colab is such a great thing because it's still you still have to get dressed and go to a place and maybe you're going to meet somebody that you would not have met before and talk to somebody a human being yep. face to face and i think that's what's lacking right now and yep. you know yes, and a lot of so. things you know especially with the younger generation like i keep talking about that but it's because i have younger generation in my household yeah. <laughs> that I keep saying. They come back. When they leave, they come back. I know. And, <laughs> Thankfully. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm concerned that they don't go anywhere. There's no place for them to go, you know? like So something like this is, is a great thing. I know a lot of my daughter's friends, they're working out of their bedroom that they lived in when they were in high school. And they know, and they're still in their pajamas. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, exactly. It's just not cool. My daughter goes to work, but... That's but that, not, a, that, not all of them do. That was a difficult thing for people to think of that when you're working, you should be dressed. In other words, yes. even though we work from home and maybe a little bit more casually yeah. um, than I w would be if I walked into the office, but I did 
get dressed. Yeah, there's a you know, psychological yes, that you know, great disposition that yes. you have. Yeah, Adam, for sure. I, I'm out of my pajamas. Right, or and, and that's it. Going back to real estate, I mean the 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 fact that people now need this a space too where they can work if, if that's separate from you know that's something that people ask us for all the time. So I have a question. Oh, okay. Um, what do you think is going to happen to all the office space that people built? In other words, in the cities, there are a tremendous amount of office space that people have moved out at. And I thought it was it Google or Microsoft or somebody or Apple who said they were going to go back to office. But what about all this excess space? Are we going? Are they going to be turned into apartments? What What's going to happen? It'll be exciting to watch. I, I don't know. So we, yeah, uh, one of the, my well, we have a take break in a minute. But my my husband was t- he has a client that is um, that bought all of this warehouse office space, and they're just he demolishes these things and he takes out what's good and and they sell it and whatever. But they're taking and this is in like Mawa area. Mm-hmm. They are just knocking down everything and they're going to put um, housing. Wow. It's turning into housing because they can't, the space has been empty now for so long. Even before COVID, it was it was empty then and they, you know, they couldn't rent it out. So they're just, they're demolishing these things. Well, we do know that we need housing. Sure. Right. You know, so affordable, that, you know, somewhat affordable housing. I mean, I don't know how affordable it's going to be in, in a Bergen County. <laughs> but, you know, for them, maybe it will be. Okay. We got to take another break. We'll be back. This is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of historically low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their home in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. Hi, it's Paul Ruskevich, Barry Cheney, and John Vero. Orange County legislators on the Thursday morning roundtable, 9 to 10 a.m. Answering all of your questions and concerns on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. 
Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I'm with... Marsha Talbot, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. And our special guest today... <laughs> William O'Keefe of O'Keefe & McCann. So we were talking about William's um, project, CoLab, which is really, really cool, and you were saying how um, you the Arts Council rents space over there yeah for you? they're they're a member uh of the of the space of the co-working space which really suits them well uh Does it? I, yeah because it it you know again it's a it's a um they don't need full-time large space they have a their executive director and staff um just a couple of people but then from time to time they have events they have uh, cocktail parties they have exhibits that, yeah <laughs> right so you they could step in and out of the the capacity they need so it's it's ideal for that sort of a and they have some kind of contest going on right it's now, not right? a contest but oh, i so think was william a, was going to talk yeah so there. right now uh, you know and it's very related to real estate i mean aesthetics is not you know just an abstraction not this at is, all this converts to real dollars and cents in it's our industry quality of life absolutely and one of the things that that the arts council does is it promotes the the arts and and the richness of of the hudson valley in general and in orange county so one of the things that the arts council is doing now is they have um sponsored um with uh, safe, safe Harbors, um, the Hudson Valley Imprints uh, juried exhibit. So this is, and a juried exhibit is essentially a uh, an exhibit where you can enter a submission. It's just $30 to enter up to three pieces. And, uh, and then there's a juror who's ex- an industry expert, an art expert, who's gonna determine who's gonna be accepted into this, uh, this exhibit. Um, and the uh, the t- there's we, we also have designated three uh, prizes for the top entries. So the the first place is five hundred dollars, and three hundred dollars for second, and one fifty for the third place. And then maybe more exciting is uh, we're going to try to facilitate the sale of this art. So oh. so yeah. So we're we'll have the right now. There's a call to artists. So if anybody is interested in submitting any any form of uh, physical art. Yeah. So it, and it, and it, you know, we're accepting submissions from the Hudson Valley, the Catskills, and the metropolitan New York City area. Um, so anybody. So it's not just Orange County. Oh, no, no, no. It's the surrounding no, areas as well. Okay. It's for the whole area, and um, and we, I, I believe the uh, the submission deadline deadline is Wednesday, May fifth. Um, submissions can be made online through the Orange County Arts Council website. So it's ocartscouncil.org um easy to remember yeah and then uh the this there'll be this virtual gallery of course since we have to accommodate uh for the pandemic um and that's going to be running for about a month from may 23rd to june 21st uh again we'll facilitate online sales the the artist keeps i think 70 percent, which is a great great split um and and then one thing that's in the back of our minds, we're going to play it a little bit fluid, but we're hoping as we return to some degree of normalcy uh, to coordinate some sort of an in-person element. So I don't know if that's been decided or when it might be it, but it, it could be, you know, in the wintertime or early next year. Where, where they'll show this art that yes. was accepted? Correct. Not all that is accepted. <clears throat> Just certain select certain pieces would whoever be... Whoever is des- the... Um, 
curator designates. Okay. And we're happy that the the juror uh, who's juror. curating the, yeah. the show is Daniel Belasco, who's an art historian. Um, he's the executive director of the Alhaid uh, Al Foundation, formerly the curator of the Dorsky Museum at SUNY New Paltz and the Jewish Museum, among other credentials. So are there categories? Or no, it could be anything. It's very broad. I mean, it's, it is... Broader it's, than it's, I thought it would be. Yeah, it's visual <laughs> art. So uh, it's, not, it's not performance or right. music, but um, anything. You know, we're, we're trying to keep the scale relatively reasonable so maybe within a four by four foot uh space uh so that if if we have that in-person element um that would be able to accommodate really a number be of people kind of hard difficult to move that sort of thing around it would is that yeah. be that big if it was yep. some giant sculpture or something right but we're excited about it we've, we've had um a recent uh, members exhibit that was very successful it's 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 incredible the talent that that this area has uh, of artists and the contributions that the art has to the area both you know the aesthetics of the area and and as realtors you know you're selling you know the the Absolutely. events and and all uh, and it, and it's a multiplier it's an economic multiplier we have we have recent news is umbra studios um has has Anthony's just Pier yeah, nine, they're, right? they're in contact. we talked about that a couple right, of weeks we ago did. right we but did. it's it's anthony's pier nine i understand there's a bowling alley kind of across the street that they're getting as well oh, I'm, interesting. I'm, I'm, I, there is a bowling alley across yeah the street. so there's uh and, and they're they're already they've already had a, a great deal of impact in the industry and the and and it's bringing money into the economy and money and jobs the last means real estate goes up. That's yeah. right. The last amount that I heard that the arts brings in, and I this was a few years ago, was eighty million dollars to Orange County. Wow, that's a yeah. lot. Well, think of if you have a, an art show or if you have people coming to artist studios, or whatever. There's over fifty in Warwick. Um, they're going to stay someplace. They're going to go to restaurants. They're going to shop in stores. So that's why tourism is part of that big mix, mm -hmm. you know, yep. and which is why it's a really great thing that Limoncello's or that yes. Orange Inn is putting They'll this hotel. Be able to house exactly. those tourists. Some of yeah. them. I mean, there's, you know, it's not going to house everybody, but it'll house quite, you know, yeah, people that. I also wanted to ask William about his hobby because he is very involved in the arts. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, uh, as you are, we, we share service uh, on the board of the Orange County Arts Council. Um, uh, and I started as a photographer. So I, I actually started, I took some classes with uh, a renowned local photographer, Nick Zangoli, um, and started with, with uh, landscape photography. And my interests has, have drifted to, in yeah. and out of a variety of things, which I think is wonderful to have that ability. But from macro to uh, architectural or street street photography, I think is my favorite to get a candid shot on it's the street. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I just love it. It's it's a great uh, it's a great outlet. It's kind of contemplative. It slows you down. Um, I have to say, uh, it doesn't mesh terribly well with being a frantic real estate attorney <laughs> over the last year. It's, it, we, but it gives you that time to, but, to breathe. Yeah. That's your zen, right? That's it like is. your yoga mm -hmm. when you go out there and you're doing that's right. that. That's how you you know decompress because I think more of us need to do that in our business. Sure. My daughter's a photographer do. and yeah. actually used to be 
photo editor for a national magazine. Oh wow! So um, that's a, I'm familiar with the need to to actually decompress. Sure. Though she doesn't do that now with a seven year old. Right. You know? <laughs> But I, but it is interesting, and I know who you were. You know, he's a phenomenal photographer who you studied with, and I'm going to give him a quick plug. That's yeah. Nick Zangolian Shugloff. Visit his gallery; it Absolutely. is stunning. And he offers uh, classes, several classes during the course of the year. I've taken a couple of them. Um, you know, general landscape photography and fine art, black and white photography with him, and he's just a he's an, a very accomplished photographer. Um, and travels. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, he shared with me a uh, a book of his photography from his travel to Cuba. Uh, a lot of black and white, and and uh, just gorgeous work. Gorgeous, gorgeous. And he's such a kind instructor as well. So it'd be a great experience if you were to do it. Yeah, I he, he had a book that I used to buy, and he he had had um, which were pictures of the of the Hudson Valley that was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I had actually had bought some photographs that he did in uh, Palermo. Mm, I, yes. bought them, yeah. I bought them for my father for um, his yeah, birthday, I was say Christmas the one year. And um, they're really kind of cool because it's like there's, you know, people in the pictures and it's at the market. And it, it was, they were beautiful, beautiful photos. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's, uh, it's, I'd like to see some of your work, actually. Do you have it hanging up at uh, Colab? We Any do. Of it? Yeah, we have several Check it out next yep. in that area. <laughs> um, I quickly just wanted to go over, too, as far as uh, the numbers right now. Like in, in Warwick, right now we have 76 active listings. And Grace, co- tell, tell everybody how much we usually have available. Like over 200 that was what the, the, you know, I've seen up to like 220, whatever. Then it was went down to about just under 200 last year. And now all of a sudden it's like 70, 76 today. And amongst morning. those, even though she pulled it as active in the listing itself, it may say uh, accepted pending offer. offer. Pending yeah. offer, but uh, they're not, still it's showing It's not it. under contract. A yet. lot of there's also a bunch that are temporarily off the market that have accepted offers on them, and they're just not in contract yet. And you know, maybe William, you can talk about that just quickly because there's a difference between like once we get the accepted offer to when we get into contract, and what 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 do you do like in between that time? <laughs> How do you get us there? Because yeah. we don't have a lot of time, maybe yeah, another yeah. minute. So, so the, the, what you guys produce uh, on site uh, is the binder, the generic name for the accepted offer. And, and it serves two purposes, really. It, one is the skeletal uh, sort of transmission to the attorneys of, their, of the deal to draft the contracts. And then it's a lot of psychology. It holds the parties together mm-hmm. until we get to the contracts. Yeah, I think of it as a, a worksheet. Yeah, 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 and I, the right. more the better that's filled out is the, the better oh, for you, right? Because yes. you kind of go off of that. Absolutely, we're out of time as usual. It goes so hour. quickly over here, <laughs> and uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank William for coming on our show today, and everybody have a wonderful week. Try not to be wet because it's going to rain a lot. I think this week, which April we showers. Need it. April we need showers. it, <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening.